Hi, Yoko. Hi, Kate. This is episode... 18. I'm so where are you from? Bow, 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 bow. Today we're recording in a new location. <laughs> we're in Yoko Sakao Ohama's childhood home in her childhood bedroom. <laughs> it's the best. Oh my god. <laughs> Kate has seen all of my all of the embarrassing of vestiges trophies. of my childhood. <laughs> all of your UCLA certificates. Oh god. <laughs> your beautiful drawings. It's also been, like, repurposed for my mom's, like, study, so there's, As like... everyone's room <laughs> Right? <laughs> and so there are, like, random dictionaries of, like, medical terminology. I, I, mostly I'm looking at it because I'm like, I used to know what that kanji said. <laughs> <laughs> and now it just, it's escaping me. <laughs> um, but we had a Hinamatsuri brunch. Oh my god. Hinamatsuri is girls' day in Japan. Ladies. Ladies. Yeah, I like how lately, every year, my mother has been like, okay, let's invite one of your lady friends over. We'll have, like, a fancy, like, chirashi lunch, uh, and then we'll eat some, like, cute dessert. It'll be colorful and nice. And then today, I feel like we ate, like, four desserts. Oh, my God. We did eat four desserts. Yes. Barely. I could not fit it in my body. Oh, it was so good, though. I'm about to fall asleep. (laughs) Me, too. Uh, how are you doing, Kate, aside from about to fall asleep? God, so much food coma. I <laughs> My eyes are closed. <laughs> I'm doing all right, you know. Uh, can't complain. Been pretty busy, and uh, uh, my pottery class is ending soon, so I'm trying to think about, like, where I'm going to go next. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. God, decisions, decisions. <laughs> yeah. He's been making lots of pottery, oh, and my it's God. so cool, because no. I get to reap some benefits of Kate making a ton of of bowls and cups and i get bowls and cups and it's so cool (laughs) they're so pretty you're seeing the full evolution of my work (laughs) i only give you like the good looking ones i have so many shitty ones like the the ugly ones don't make it on the gram (laughs) (laughs) they come out of the kill and i'm like oh god i can't put this on social media (laughs) (laughs) yeah the past few weeks specifically i have not had a, a good few weeks i've had like one good piece out of like four or five that i've fired dang so do you make four or five a week yeah i try to oh my goodness that's like wow you can like furnish a kitchen dude today i almost threw a tantrum because i tried to take a bowl off of a bat where it was drying and as i peeled it off a hole like i ripped a hole in it and i was like I was, you know, when someone like messes something up and they need to throw something, so I took the extra clay and I slammed it on the wheel. I was like, ah! Aww. But that's okay. I'm over it now. It's fine. I'll just make another one. There's a there's a guy in my studio who takes like your unwanted pieces and mm-hmm. then like carves old man faces in them. <laughs> so, so I was like, weird. I was like, here, Dave, do you want this? And he's like, yeah, sure. I can make like a really nice lampshade out of it. And he's like, yeah, this is great. So he's what, what does he do with them? Does he sell them? No, I think he just makes them for pleasure. Like, I gave him this thing that I called my hamster urn because <laughs> it just, like, got too dry and I didn't want to do anything with it. And it was kind of a weird shape. But I was like, oh, it seems like a waste. And so I left it on his shelf. And then the next thing I know, there's, like, snakes carved into it. I was like, cool. <laughs> and then another time I let, like, a vase get too dry. And then he painted, like, an old man face on it. I'm just imagining what his kitchen might look like. And it's just, like, a bunch of faces. Yo, I mean, this dude carves, like, a lot of old man faces into <laughs> all of his things. <laughs> 
So it's probably going to have an old man on it, this uh, bowl with a hole in it. <laughs> bowl with a hole. Mm-hmm. What about you, Yoko? What's up with you? Uh, I'm also really busy. Um, it's the same. I think I'm trying to trying my best to like balance my social days and my not social days. And I feel like right now I'm like skewing on the more social side which is probably not how I prefer to do things so there might be like a week where like you don't see me (laughs) unless you unless you work with me which you you do I do I see you all the time but not every day though yeah that's true exactly so I I might be I might be due for like a hermit week Ah, those are nice. Those are nice periodically. Yeah, I'm probably going to, like, order Chinese food. Oh, that's the best. Like, $40 worth of Chinese food and then just eat it for the rest of the week. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely done that before. Yo, there was one time when I... So, I mostly order Chinese food when Kevin's, like, out Mm -hmm. and he doesn't... He's, like, on vacation or, like, traveling for work or something. And there was one time when I ordered so much Chinese food that they... That they included six forks and knives, and I was just, just like, six? <laughs> and I was just like, "Do y'all know this is just for me?" <laughs> I think they do that on purpose to be like, "We're judging." You. Yeah, like, "Oh, you, this is all for you, right?" <laughs> You're eating for six people, and I'm like, "I think the most I've gotten was like eight. Ooh, I know. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, I should probably tone it back." <laughs> tone it down a little bit. God. Oh, nice. Damn. Anyway, but I'm good. I feel like we haven't talked about, like, random, hilarious Asian shit that's been happening in the news recently. So, like, viral videos this week were include a man in... A British guy in South Korea like, oh, giving, God. Like, a newscast. <laughs> and his kids, like, walking in and straight up interrupting yeah. the entire broadcast. Someone, had a, someone at work had a theory that, like, their mom, like, runs in and, like, grabs them, yeah. right? The and kid's mom. The kid's mom. Mm-hmm. And, um... Isn't, aren't they his, his kids too? Those are his kids. Yeah. Uh, and that, that Asian woman who grabbed his kids. Not his nanny. His, that's his wife. It's his wife. Mm-hmm. Y'all with your biases. <laughs> One of my coworkers had a theory that the, the man didn't get up because he wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, makes sense. I mean, he was wearing like a suit on top. How hilarious would it be if he was just like wearing boxers or like it, sweats? I have definitely had a call like that before. I've definitely been on a call where I'm just like, I just need to make sure that my top, the ha- the top half of my body looks presentable. I'm not wearing pants. Seriously. I mean, we were, uh, we had a snow day on Tuesday and I wasn't wearing pants. Nice. <laughs> why I, would I? Why, yeah. Why? I'm just at home. Yeah. Be free. Exactly. <laughs> Just at home eating leftovers all day. <laughs> yeah. So this episode, we have really good friends of ours, Brian Ye and Lisa Wang, mm-hmm. and also Kevin for a little bit. He was there. We've known them for quite some time, and they're just good friends of ours and really outspoken. And I I would say that Brian is probably our most attentive listener. Because mm-hmm. when we were like, hey, do you want to come on to our podcast? He was just like, oh my god, I have so many questions. And he had notes about every episode. It just kept scrolling and scrolling. There were parts of the interview where he was like, we've talked about this already. We've talked about it already. We're not going to talk about it anymore. And I was just like, I don't remember talking about this. Yeah, Brian and Lisa recently engaged, getting married soon. Congrats. They're both Students at Harvard Business School. Yep. So cool. They're wow. the people your parents are comparing you to. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny 
such a funny pair Mm -hmm. of humans and also just generally amazing yeah so we'll talk to them in a minute Mm -hmm. but first first, model minorities (laughs) i'm gonna go first okay so my model minority is sort of famous and her name is savannah t fan and Mm -hmm. she is a 10 year old living in atlanta georgia and she's kind of like famous on instagram because Uh She just records selfie videos of herself singing along perfectly, doing like lips, car lip syncs to like ratchet ass hip hop, (laughs) like real. She looks so cool. Real trap. And for whatever reason, she is always holding a stack of like more More than 20. I want to say it's like a hundred hundred dollar bills because she like fans them out and they're all hundreds. Oh my God. I'm like, where does your family go? get this money so my theory is like oh maybe they own like a restaurant or something but like it's all cash and it's like a brick of dollar bills yeah it's really satisfying to like go through her instagram feed and like watching her like unzip like one of those like shark face hoodies and then (laughs) start singing like when your metro don't trust you almost shoot you and then she just like launches right into it you're just like oh my god i wish i was that cool when i was 10 years old i was Definitely not that cool. Seriously. She also has her own business or her own clothing line. It's called Hope. And that stands for helping others progress every day, which I think is adorable. Oh that my she's God. Like, using her 10-year-old Instagram celebrity to like <laughs> make inspirational clothing. <laughs> oh my gosh, Savannah. Also, you are so cool. Yeah, Your she, goals. <laughs> she's just so cool. I can't imagine. I, I can't wait to see her grow up and I don't know, see her launch her like rap career. My, my other favorite thing about her Instagram uh, feed is, is her little brother, Jimmy, who sometimes <laughs> makes it into the videos because this kid is like in a car seat. Yeah. He's full he's on. A, he's a, a small baby. child. He's still a baby. But <laughs> she incorporates in him. She's like, go Jimmy, go Jimmy. And he's just like dead in the eyes. But then soon. He's, like, dabbing along with the rest of the song. It's so perfect. So I am much older than these kids, and I feel like I am so out of touch with what's cool. And dabbing is the only thing that I feel like I can do (laughs) that kids still do. And it's always heartening when I learn that, like, young, cool kids are still dabbing. Because I'm like, oh, it means that I can still dab. I can still do it. Yoko should not be dabbing. Sometimes when I sneeze, I sneeze into my elbow and I throw my other hand out so it looks like a dab. Achoo! Yep, there you go. (laughs) It's the only way I know how to sneeze. Exactly. (laughs) Savannah, you're so cool. Exactly. Wow. Please be my friend. (laughs) Also, throw me some of those for me. Throw me some of those hundred dollar bills. Yeah, can I have one of those stacks? Seriously. They're like as big as her head. They are. It's it's seriously like a brick. Yeah. A brick of dollar bills. Like it would be it would be heavy for a ten year old to hold with one hand, but she does it. Yeah, we're like watching her driving (laughs) along in the car and we're like, Is the window open? Oh my god. (laughs) Please don't let any of those bills fly away. (laughs) But the window is closed, I think. Yeah. Anyway. I would hope so. Yoko, who's your model minority? My model minority is probably also a little bit famous. Uh Her name is Amy Tan. Oh. Author of the the Joy Luck Club. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, so had not heard of Amy Tan since basically grade school Uh when I had read the Joy Luck Club. She has a Twitter account. Oh, no way. She has a Twitter account and she is like a mouthy lady. (laughs) What's she been saying? Okay. So first of all, she is constantly talking smack about Trump. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. And she also just, like, loves... Here, this is a photo of her. Is that her? Yeah, she looks like a boss. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm showing Kate a photo of her at the gym, like, kind of flexing. She's wearing, like, an athletic top that has, like, like, starry starry night. night. Yeah. (laughs) 
Starry Night pattern on her tank top. And this is the tweet that went along with it. I'm 65 and Medicare eligible. I go to the gym five times a week. The only excess fat I'd like to get rid of sits in the Oval Office. Hey! Hey! Also, randomly, okay, so that already is so badass. I'm just like, I would never have known this about this author. You know, like, you never read about this stuff on the back of the book. Right. But, like, Amy thank Tan's God. 65 and goes to the gym five days a week? Oh, my yeah, God. wow. Right? And she's, like, buff. Yeah, dude, she's cut. <laughs> yeah, and she has a great haircut. Yeah, it's so cool just to, like, I'm so thankful for Twitter in this way because I would never have known this about Amy Tan, and mm-hmm. she's, like, so cool. Also, like, she randomly likes to draw birds. Like, when she's, like, really mad and, like, wants to take out her aggression, just drawing birds. So, like, her Twitter... They're, like, good drawings, too. Yeah, these are very lifelike. She's, like, retweeting the Audubon Society. (laughs) You're the coolest, like, 65-year-old woman. Do you think she only puts these on Twitter because they're birds? Oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. Tweet, 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 tweet. (laughs) Go Amy Tan. Go Amy Tan. Prolific author. Bird artist. Bird artist. Smack talker of the president. Gym rat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so cool. Makes me want to read her books again. Sweet. Yeah. Yo, dude, if I watch that movie at, like, the wrong time of the month, like, I'll, I'll cry. Like, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Is it, like, Mulan? Well, <laughs> I think it's just very... It, it makes you understand, like, your parents' sacrifice to, like, oh, get God. you to this country. Yeah, that'll definitely make me cry. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Some tragic-ass shit happens. All right, that's real real. (laughs) So yeah, thanks Amy Tan for being a boss. Yeah. Let's get into the interview. Okay, we'll talk to Brian and Lisa now. (laughs) So today on the podcast, we have very good friends, Brian Ye, Lisa Wang. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you look really... I'm so nervous. Why? I've listened to this... I've listened to Brian's every. Done a lot of I've listened to every episode. Brian, Brian shared with us a uh, an iPhone full of notes. Yeah, it like <laughs> scrolled forever. Yeah. It scrolled so much it changed colors. Mm-hmm. The yes, mm-hmm. what? It was great. I've never gone to that shade in my notes before. Dang. <laughs> so I didn't been, know that was a thing with the notes. It too. went deep. All right, so before we get started, we got to ask you our signature question. So where are you from? Well, I'm from China slash Canada slash Dallas, Texas. I was born in Los Angeles, born and raised in Los Angeles, then went to Berkeley. That's not the question. I'm, I'm screwing this up. Oh my god! Why? I'm so screwing this up. No, right that's now. fine. What? Okay. What okay. So here we go. So my parents are Taiwanese immigrants. They immigrated in the '70s, and okay. then I grew up in Los Angeles with my sister. Cool. My older sister. <laughs> we should also mention just just. We should just get this out of the way. Kevin is also in the room. <laughs> Kevin's just here watching us. Silently <laughs> laughing at us. Conduct this interview. But yeah, we, we figure we should just tell you before he says something. Instead of a laugh track, we just have a Kevin. Yes. We just have Kevin. Yeah, the Kevin peanut gallery. Exactly. Yeah. So Brian, Lisa, and I know each other through Kevin, which is why Kevin is here too, I guess. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. All right. Why don't you guys tell us... What do you do? So Lisa and I are both currently students at business school. So we both go to Harvard Business School. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, <laughs> should we mention that we're engaged? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like we're about to... <laughs> That's we're, fun. Yeah. We're engaged. We're engaged. So we uh, we were both working in Australia for the past year and a half before business school. I'll at least talk about what she was doing. But I was working at a company called Applied Predictive Technologies. So I helped open the Australian office. 
And that's what I was doing before. I was selling software. And I was working at Dropbox telling people how to sell software. (laughs) Point of contention. But yeah, that's what I was doing in Australia. And then before that, I was working in Singapore and then San Francisco at Twitter. Yeah, we were both in San Francisco at the same time. So tell us about the relationship that you have, like considering your job titles and like, you don't work at the same company, but if you did work at the same company... Lisa, you would be bossing Brian around. Oh, we actually get into arguments about this all the time because (laughs) my team basically made rules for salespeople for like things they couldn't, couldn't do. And then every time I told Brian about something I was working on, he'd be like, no, salespeople can't have rules. Like we just got to go do our things. It's a very classic. I think salespeople feel like people in Lisa's role, which is biz ops. It's like, that's the man. That's like the bureaucracy that prevents salespeople (laughs) from doing what they need to do. (laughs) Can I just do my job? Can I just live? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yep. Well, how long have you guys been dating? Over five years. Woo! Yeah. Just Woo-hoo! about five years, actually. Uh, about the same length as Yoko and Kevin have been oh dating. Oh my god. Oh! <laughs> you didn't expect me to flip it on you like that, though. <laughs> and how did you meet? <laughs> technically, we went to... Technically, we met uh, when we both went to college. We both went to Berkeley. That's how I know Kevin. So we actually lived on the same floor in the dorms. We had a co-ed floor and co-ed bathrooms. So Brian and I were sharing a bathroom like five years before we started dating. That's right. It was a great start when you're 17 years old and just peeing next to each other. You were 17 when you went to college? Is that young or old? we both were. Yeah, I was 17 when I went to college. Like 17 going on 18. Like the song. No, it's like 16 16 going on 17. 16 going on 17, (laughs) bruh. But we didn't start dating until 2011 or 12. Lisa, uh, Brian already mentioned that his family is from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Is your family also Taiwanese? My family is not Taiwanese. My family is Chinese. Okay. So my family is, my mom's side of the family is from northern China, mm-hmm. like northeast area. They pretty much all live in Beijing mm-hmm. right now. So my mom and I are the only two people in our family in the U.S. actually. Everyone else is in China. And then my dad's side of the family is from, like, northwestern China, way out, like, near Central Asia area. How'd they meet? My parents went to high school together. They also, I guess, oh, kind of similar story. I guess they didn't start dating until after college either. Hmm. But, but yeah, they grew up together. All of my grandparents were professors, so they were co-workers in the same department. Um, and the professors lived on campus, so that's how they met, because they lived... In the same area, grew up together, (laughs) a few doors down. Talk about an academic pedigree. (laughs) (laughs) Runs in the blood. And you said you were were born in China. Yeah. And how how old were you when you came to Canada? I moved to Canada when I was three. Three and a half, yeah. And why? Better life, man. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I guess that's the goal. So my dad always says that he was really lucky because my grandpa, his dad, always pushed him to leave China from a young age because my grandpa was a professor. So he got to go to a lot of conferences in different countries. And I guess from when my dad was really young, was telling my dad, look, there's a whole other world out there. And this is when China was pretty closed off because immigration wasn't really allowed until the 80s or so. So basically, as soon as he could, um, my grandpa helped him out and he was able to move to Canada. Wow. Yeah, so he moved out there for a year before my mom and I joined him. So Lisa, did you grow up speaking Chinese like at home? Do you still speak Chinese to your mom? Yeah, I speak Chinese. Um, My Chinese has gotten so much worse, actually, since college started, because I used to speak it at home every single day with my mom. Mm. But then since college, you know, maybe I'm a bad daughter, so I call my mom maybe once a week, once every two weeks that's or so. Bad. I know. I am like oh a satanic. I would talk about that. Okay, okay. So maybe I'm an no, average daughter. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Not a great one though. But um, but yeah, so my Chinese has gone way downhill. I mean, I can still pick it up like if I'm around family, but there's definitely certain words where I'm like, 
I used to know this, but now I don't. Gotcha. But yeah, Dang. I was forced to go to charity school every Saturday, but Damn. thankful in hindsight. Yo, weekend school. I know that life. Yep. Yo. I mean, I told my mom, I was like, why didn't you send me? Now I can't read. Oh my God. You <laughs> would not have loved it. <laughs> yes. You would not have. Have we talked about yes. how? We've talked yeah, about we, that. Did you go to Japanese school? You guys have talked about it already. All right, Brian. Brian. Let's talk about your parents. Did you, did, your parents are from Taiwan. Did yeah. you grow up speaking Chinese at home? Very little. So I'm way worse at Chinese than you guys are at Japanese and way worse than Lisa is at Chinese. So the way that it worked in my house was my parents would speak to me. My mom mostly would speak to me in Chinese and then I would respond in English. Mm. So um, yeah, as a result, my Chinese skills have atrophied slash never existed. You also have an older sister. I do have an older sister. Her Chinese is worse than mine. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Dude, definitely. So, sorry, Karen. Yeah, sorry, Karen. But I will say this. So uh, Lisa's mom, the first time I met her. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so, like, my China's not great. I can get by, right? I'm not going to, you know, if you drop me in China, I'm not going to die. But the first time I met Lisa's mom, she was like, when you speak to me, you must speak in Chinese. Wow. Otherwise, God, otherwise. Yeah. the gauntlet. Dude, yeah. immediately, in the first two minutes. And so it was a very quiet dinner. Specifically, <laughs> <laughs> I think she said... Which means speak Chinese, you are forbidden from speaking English. Oh my wow. god. It's a harsh translation, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it means forbidden to speak English. I mean, so it's pretty much a direct translation. What, what's funny is I think they I think Lisa's parents think I'm very quiet. I think <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because everyone in this room, including you, knows that you are Brian's not a quiet. Yeah. I think I'm very, very quiet. It's true. So um Brian was a was a model in the HBS fashion show last semester and I have some video footage of that and I showed my mom and she was very surprised. She's like, huh? So Brian's pretty popular then. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. Those dinners are very quiet. Oh boy. Well, at least you're being respectful. Is that how that's He's perceived? Very respectful. I mean, I try. Like you know, you do the thing where if you are at like a family, you know, you do the dishes like as often as you can. Right. You clean everything up. Yeah. You pack everything away as much as you can. That's just you know. <laughs> you know, I don't want them. I don't want them to think I'm rude by not talking. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So. Let's talk a little bit about that. Like when you're in a relationship with another Asian person, what the expectation of that person's parents are. Yo, mad different. Mm. Matt, well. Like between your parents, they're different. Oh, that's uh, true too, I would think. But that's because my, my dad's a little bit unusual. He's just very non-traditional. My dad's not yeah. very traditional. No, I think my parents are, they're not like super crazy, you know, traditional, but I think they're they're definitely more traditional than your parents. Yeah. So did you know that going in, or is that something you found out as soon as you? I was actually, home? I'm actually a little bit surprised because Lisa's not very traditional in like many ways at all. So it's like a little, it was a little surprising thing in the beginning to be like, oh, your parents are actually very traditional. I think. I mean, there's just some rules that are unspoken, but that you know a lot you of have un, to follow. A lot of unspoken rules, but I have a huge, like if I were white, I. I'm sure I would have screwed this up a million times. There's so but many. But if you were white, rules. you would get way more leeway. Yeah, there would be that's no true. He doesn't know anything. That's true. Right. Yeah. yeah, but I'm very much on best behavior when it comes to meeting Lisa's parents. So for like non-Asian people who listen to this podcast, what does that behavior entail? Mad deference a lot of the time. Mad I think deference. like crazy. <laughs> a lot of cleaning. A lot of like shoes off. I really <laughs> try to be binary, right? Like, they're on or they're off. No. Every shoe off. No. <laughs> Two shoes off, three shoes off. Or like, you like know. Like Brian always does the dishes when he's at my house. I'm always offering to pick up, drop off, 
errands. I mean, it's more of a patriarchal culture in some ways where you, like, the man is definitely supposed to take care of the woman. So one of the early fights I got into regarding Brian with my mom was she found out I was flying back to San Francisco and was taking the BART back. And Brian wasn't picking me up, even though he had a car. Ooh, she yeah. was pissed. <laughs> Big mistake. She still brings that up. Big mistake. Oh my god. Big mistake. So now when I fly back, she'll be like, "Is Brian picking you up?" And even if it's a situation where sometimes he I can't, sometimes I can't. We, do we don't. Have, we, we don't have a car have in Boston now. Yeah. We don't have a car, and then she'll still be like, "Well, Brian has to pick you up," and I'm like, "Yes, he's picking me up." <laughs> Sorry, mom. This fly is good for both of us. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, there was this. Okay. So, like, here's an example. Like. We went to Lisa's mom's house, mm -hmm. and there are like some mirrors and paintings that hadn't been hung up yet. And I was like, "Oh, you know, hang on, to you. I'll, I'll hang these up tomorrow." And that apparently is like a good—that's like a good move, right? It's just like doing stuff and offering to do stuff all the time. But I'll tell you how it's an unspoken rule. So I want to be careful because I don't want to put anyone on blast. But like, I would hear like you hear lessons from your parents in the form of the stories that they tell and how they tell them. Oh totally. uh, yes. So like, I'll remember stories where we would go to an older family member's house and she'd be like, well, did you see what Kevin did or whatever? He didn't help pack up the groceries when, you know, your other cousin did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's never a lesson like always make sure to pick up the groceries. Mm. It's just like, you know, the level of expectations when you hear that kind of talk. That's the unspoken rule. Oh my God, am I gonna be a parent like that? I feel like I never saw stuff like that. I don't know. It was really easy for me to see those kinds of things because I have cousins and it was just like, mm, yeah. I that swear if it. I ever catch you doing what your cousin just did, yeah. right, you're gonna get hurt real bad. <laughs> <laughs> is that his yeah. career over, Russell Peters? I think so. Finished? He made some racist comment and it's just, it's oh done. How, How really? What happened? I don't know. I don't remember the details. Yeah, he pissed somebody off right uh, We have Ali Wong now instead of Russell Peters. Yeah, remember because Russell Peters was like the, oh, like I'm the immigrant family mm -hmm. joke teller. Mm -hmm. And we have Aziz. Yeah. Yes. And we got Aziz who's doing a much better, you know. Holding it down. Holding it down. Yeah. Holding a mic and then his other hand is also as if he's holding a mic. <laughs> Have he you does like do that. seen him walking around? He does do that. He's just like this. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can totally see what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm pretending I'm boxing. Yeah. Um, so, Lisa, are you are you the only child? How did you guess? Just the fact that your mom got so pissed that Brian didn't pick you up from the airport. Yes. Your precious daughter. Astute. Yes, I am Astute. an only child. I am an only child. Wow, you yes. totally called that. Yeah, dog. Nailed it. Wow, that's no, really I didn't know. It's Nailed just like. It. Well, it's way... funny because usually what people say to me is, oh, you don't seem like an only child. To which I'm like, what the hell does that mean? You know? Yeah, like, I get that a lot too. Right. Oh, you're an only child? Yeah. yeah. I see, I don't seem like an only child. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it is a very astute observation it's a big part of it I think. well another thing about lisa's family that i found out through like a really old vine is that like <laughs> it's just like if you go to lisa's house in dallas it's just like oh, yeah. all of the decorations instead of decorations and paintings or whatever it's just photos of lisa it's not even photos of it's not even photos of my family it's just me like three four five every age possible. like middle school high school on just... every wall covering <laughs> So All over weird. the mantle. It's like almost creepy. Yeah, it's a shrine. The whole house is trying to leash up. It is. Uh, so that's what this one That's the into. sign of an only child. Yeah, that is for sure true. Yeah, absolutely. Dang. But I will say, like, dating an Asian person, it's nice not to have to explain these kinds of rules, right? Like, yeah. I might tell Brian, hey, you need to do this, but he won't be like, oh, why? This doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. you just kind of get it. I just need reminders. Like, sometimes you just forget. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. there are rules that I know. You know I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know you know. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> I know you know. Okay, okay. So ha have either of you ever dated a non-Asian person? Yes, but not really seriously. I think Did Brian's you know? more equipped to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've dated non-Asian people. 
I never brought anyone home for you though. You were the you were the first person Lisa brought home. First yep. and last. First yeah, and he last. had a lot. <laughs> That's right. A lot of pressure writing on That's him. That's right. Actually. That's true. Yeah. That is a lot of pressure. Yeah. What about you, Brian? I dated seriously a white lady in college. When you say you dated a white lady, it makes it sound like you dated like a forty-year-old white lady. Yeah, it's, it's like, like her name Vader. is Deborah. Yeah, her, <laughs> her mom's name is Debbie. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did date a white. I dated a white girl uh, for several years in college. Seriously. In high school. At the end of high school. Okay. At the end, of, and we went to like college two years together. In high school. It How was did like you meet one her? year. It gets longer. So we were classmates in high school. Oh, okay. So I can happen to answer any question. But you guys have dated tons of non. Yeah, but I'm not. Oh, yeah. Well, Tons. Yeah. Millions. Millions. Dozens. Dozens. Just Dozens. Full loads full of them. No, but, um, <laughs> what was, so I'm assuming that you brought your white girlfriend home. I did. Yeah. Um. What was the difference between bringing her home versus bringing Lisa home? Tough to say. Number one, the age, the age difference was huge, right? I mean, you got to think, when I was, when I was dating that other lady, I was 16 or 17 or something like that. Yeah, when you first brought her home because you were in high school. I was in high school. Right. And then right. when I brought Lisa home, I was, we were 23 were or something like that. I was, I'm a grown man. <laughs> so it's very different, but I don't know. Like, I guess the, the probably most stark difference was when we visited Taiwan. So in college, I visited Taiwan with my white girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa oh. has also been in Taiwan. And I think there's, it's very different in the way that bringing a white lady there is like a lot of they treat you know it's, she's like an outsider basically right yeah. you get a lot of like well she also doesn't speak the language she doesn't so be the language you have to like explain stuff. everything to her you gotta explain a lot of stuff you know the food choices are like gonna be like different and like Ooh, uh-huh. food is a big deal and then Lisa goes back. I feel so much better because Lisa's fluent in Chinese. Mm-hmm. And you also just great. like know how to behave, right? There's like just certain things you know to do. Dude, unspoken rules. Like you have to say, Ai hao, shu shu hao, which is like, hello, how auntie. auntie. Yeah. How are you, uncle? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, mm. exactly. What else is there about dating a, a, a white person? Ali Wong really does like the best job. So do you guys just spend all of your time shitting on Japanese and Korean people? (laughs) (laughs) No comment. No comment. That's a yes. No comment. That is a yes. (laughs) But she really nailed a lot of that stuff. She did. Absolutely. A hundred percent. It's one it's weird because we how have we talked about the Joy Luck Club? No. Have you guys read the Joy Luck Club? I haven't read it. I've seen the movie. Oh my gosh. Yo, hold up. You can't host a show about this and not be well versed in the Joy Luck Club. What? We can do whatever the fuck we want, Brian Yang. It's also like not the Joy Luck Club. Well, that's that's the thing because, okay, so you read it a long time ago. It was a long time ago. It was like for school. That's not, that's not our, that's not the Asian immigrant story anymore. For our generation of people whose parents immigrated. It's like my parents, well, actually they actually are for your family much more than, than ours because yours... Your family, Kate, immigrated several generations back. Yeah, like uh, my grandparents were born in this country. So, oh wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's so maybe it more applies to I guess your family story, but it's certainly not like my parents immigrated in the seventies after the Asian Exclusionary Act. Right. Not like the gold rush days. Right. Um. So the story is like very wonky. And basically, my point is to say that we haven't really had any type of media presence about our generation of immigrants, mm-hmm. except for like Aziz. Aziz, Aziz and Ali, and Ali and Ali Wong and Eddie Huang kind of too. Yeah. yeah. I remember reading, so I don't remember what happens in the Joy Luck Club, but I remember reading it and being like, this doesn't sound like anything Dude. that I know. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but all like, these the other people thing. in my class are going to think this is my story. Yes, yeah. dude. Yeah. They had like concubines in that book and stuff. It's that's like, how I felt <laughs> about Joy Luck Club. That's how I felt about Mulan. Like we talked about this. That's how I felt about like almost Wait, every Mulan. Asian... Mulan's about like ancient China though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what sucks is that, like, any one 
representation becomes the only representation. Right. So like when the occasional one pops up and it's not about you, I personally was just like, so I didn't even watch Mulan until like our last episode. Wait, so you resisted to watching it? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. Did you like it when you watched it? I loved it. I oh, that's a great movie. So that's a great good. movie. It's, it's a really fantastic movie. movie. It's still a great movie, but like, I think I almost, I even like low-key felt it about Lilo and Stitch. Like, I didn't watch Lilo and Stitch. I mean. Oh, that's cute. Is it good? That's it's cute. cute that you didn't watch it. No, it's cute. It's cute. It's like, a cute not movie. that's cute that you didn't watch it. It's a cute movie. I think I did um, see it eventually. But like, I had a group of friends. We all liked anime. Most of us were Asian. Yeah, yeah, we're white guy in my cl- in oh my God. class. Oh, I know, I know where this is going. <laughs> we we're hanging out. We're hanging out in the hallways, just like talking and chatting. And he comes up to us and he's just like, "What is this? A Joy Luck Club?" No. And I was just what? like, oh, "Fuck you, Jonah Shep." <laughs> You know, like, I really resent that, like, a bunch of Asian people hanging out together is, like, an Asian invasion, or the Joy Luck Club, or, yeah. like, the chess team, or a Bible <laughs> study group. Like, I'm athletes. Right, I heard all of those, and I'm just like, yo, fuck you, man. Like, nobody gives you shit for having, like, only, only white, white friends. friends. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, a re- that's an interesting way to flip that Onion article, which is, like, we think it's funny, mm-hmm. but, like, other people probably are just, like... Yeah, what's up with that? What's up with that? Like, yeah. I kind of feel like it's something that's specific to Asians. Like, if you see a bunch of black people hanging out and you're like oh that's cool like they're doing their own thing no or like a bunch they of will only comment out. on it if it is a big group of Asians that's what you I'm saying what, I mean? like, what is it oh. about Asians that... I feel like that also like that external perception that we all have like affects us just like and makes us really self-conscious well that's why I have such an aversion to fobs like you know what I mean <laughs> no, no for real no you talked about that a few episodes right ago. exactly because <laughs> you just don't want to be associated with that <laughs> he did early, he did, he did oh. early. Okay, that's exactly. kind of how it goes. <laughs> right. So, Brian, you have a couple feelings about yellow fever. Why don't you talk about that? Oh, uh, this, is, this, is, this, is not, this is not well articulated. I already know it's not well articulated. <laughs> so my feeling is that I don't believe there's a such thing as like a uh, white guy being like, well, you know, like my type is like women who look Asian and have that not be yellow fever. So like I was on a school trip, basically, business school, very serious. And, like, the topic came up, and I was like, you know, I just can't stand, like, that, you know, yellow fever, like, white guys who are only into Asian girls. And a lot of the conversation was like, wait a second, like, why can't I just date whoever I want? And I was like, no, I get that. But if you have, like, a predilection toward, like, Asian people, I kind of have, like, a problem with that. And that's, it's hard to communicate exactly why. I'm Mm. looking forward to discussing with you why (laughs) it bothers me so much. Does it bother you as an Asian man because they're stealing all your women? No, that like that's that's not the one. I think if there's any corollary, not this one. <laughs> not, not this one. <laughs> if there's a corollary, I think it might be related, which is that it's the Asian woman who doesn't date Asian men. Phenomenal. I think it's actually, you know what it is. I think it's actually an implied status. Yeah, like, that's what it is. If you look at, take like the most popular white guys from your high school. Those guys aren't dating Asian girls for the most part. What? Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't go that far necessarily. I feel like a lot of times, or at least maybe the stereotype is that the white guys who date Asian girls are the ones who are nerdy Mm. or, you know, whatever. But the implication is that they're pursuing Asian women maybe because that's their only option. Oh, interesting. What? Like the the dating totem pole. I'm a big bull. Yeah, I believe there's a dating Mm. totem pole out there. That's a really good, I like that. I mean, we've talked about I don't like it, but (laughs) I I like that description of of the situation, which is negative. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> all right, all right. Cool. Good Good try. Try. Got it. <laughs> I have never thought of it in the way that you explained it, but it's very apparent in the way that, like, let's say Asian guys will see an Asian guy opening the door for a white lady, like, coming out of his car, and oh, everyone's yeah. just like, oh my God, he made it. 
you know? I used to get those comments all the time. Yeah. Is that yeah. how you felt dating a white girl? It, it, it is how I felt at the time, which I look back now on with extreme disdain. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like the fact that I ever got some kind of enjoyment out of it or like felt some type of status way about it makes mm. me really upset now as a 28-year-old. I'm just like, because that means that I was buying into all the stuff that was fed around me. Yeah, absolutely. In the media, That's, right? Yeah. yeah. It's and fed I, to I, you, though. Yeah, so I, I, I can't blame, you know, 16-year-old Brian. Like, I just hate that I ever had that in my head. Yeah. I had a coworker once who was an Asian guy, and he told me a story about how he was talking to some white girl at a club and, like, got her number. And then after she walked away, another Asian guy walked up to him and was like, high five, bro. Happens all the, happened all the time. Yeah, I feel like all it even happens now. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Definitely yeah. happens now still. And I feel like it just, there's like a status associated with it and it's like kind of fucked up. Well, it's like very fucked up. Totally. It's getting yeah. better now, I will say. I think the, I think if you had asked me 10 years ago, or like six years ago, I would have been like really frustrated with it still. But I actually do think it's getting better. Like I think the media portrays more handsome Asian men with beautiful white ladies. And it's not like a... That's not like the subject matter of that episode of the show where that's portrayed. It just is. Mm-hmm. It's like in the background. Like it's it's a totally normal thing to happen that an Asian guy would be dating a white girl just like normal people. But do you think, I feel like lately I feel like I see Asian guys dating white or like Asian guys dating white women on TV more than I see Asian people dating each other on TV. I don't feel like I see either. Who, who are the okay. Asian I'm thinking of Hold like on. Master of None and I'm thinking mm-hmm. of like uh, Harold and Kumar. These are like really... Old references. I guess John Cho was in that show where he was dating a white girl. Fast yeah. and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. They totally... I was going to totally go there. Well, Fast and the Furious, to me, is like a shining exception. And it's just like the... Oh, my God. The it's just the, the pinnacle of melting pot that is America. Those God. movies. Those movies are so important. <laughs> also, Rogue One. Then, yeah. I think those movies are going to be really important. It, we're, gonna, we're gonna look back and be like, "Wow, this is really." Amazing. This is gonna be like it's gonna be like the, it's the like top crash of the world. We'll just like make sure Fast and Furious. <laughs> is in there. Okay, if you think about the shining points of American history, please include Fast and Furious. If you series. think about the Fast and the Furious, the first movie, Asians were portrayed in that movie as like the video game ricer car. I'm using air quotes because I don't agree with the term. Like the ricer cars, the the, the souped up Civics. That's the kind of Asian that was portrayed as the background character for White Brian. Uh, may he rest in peace. Yes, Paul Walker. Paul Walker, and then in well, they were the villain, and they were the Johnny villain. Johnny Tran and, and Johnny Tran was the villain. My yeah, B, my they B, my blew B. up things. My B. And then in <laughs> Too Fast, Too Furious, there was which was awful, which was really bad. <laughs> you had uh, you had the Devin Aoki, yep. Devin Aoki, right? Oh, the, yeah. the Asian baby girl sex pot. Am I yeah. bleeding right now? Yeah, you're getting oh, so right. excited, your nose is bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> But That's also an Asian but thing. by but by the but by the last few movies of the Fast and Furious, you have Han, handsome protagonist, oh, love like Han. portrayed as a sex symbol. Right, the progression in that movie, I think you will look back in the time capsule of Asian Americans. I think it's important, also because that has spanned like thirteen years. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, that's that, and it had an Asian American director. What's the hey. not originally though? Hey. Justin Lin wasn't it originally. He Justin Lin it? came in in After three, three or four. Yeah. Oh, he did Tokyo Drift. No, he would never do Tokyo oh. Drift. Wait, did you he sure? I don't know. I feel like he oh. might have done that. I don't think he did I Tokyo think... oh. Dude, Let's go to that. Let me Don't be the one who did Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. You don't like Tokyo Drift? I thought it was good, but it also fell into a lot of the same tropes that I don't like. Totally. That's yeah. fair. Oh, come on, Justin. It was directed by Justin. <laughs> no! Okay, all right. Forgiven, though. He... <laughs> I, is... I forgive them. I forgive him. Do you think that it is possible that this was his end? 
Like, you kind of, like, play to the stereotypes in the beginning. Yeah, maybe. You establish yourself by making a movie like Tokyo Drift, which is, mm. like, kind of ridiculous, both in premise and, like, its portrayal of Asian people. And then you get the deal to do Fast and the Furious 4, 5, and 6. And Star Trek. Yep. And Star Trek. And then you... Oh, Star he... Trek is a good example of... Of Sulu. Yeah, Sulu dating another Asian person, another man, which is awesome. I don't know. Good. Not dating. They actually have a family and a child, but... Well, spoiler alert. I haven't seen it yet. Sorry. Actually, didn't Justin? Justin got to start with the with the movie Better Luck, better luck tomorrow. tomorrow. He did yep. Better Luck Tomorrow. Filmed yes. at Agora wow. Hills High School in Hometown. Wow. Wait, Shout did out. you go to that Shout school? Out. I did. Did you guys watch that movie? I did. What did yeah. you think of it? I love it. That's so long ago. It was a really long time ago. I haven't seen it since. Mm. I love it. I think it is fantastic. I think it was just like it challenges your view of Asians be- of being like the mean girl perception of cool Asians. Asian nerds, oh, right? It's just like, yeah. yo, we can fuck shit up too, man. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, okay. totally like, uh, like a clap back at the term model minority mm-hmm. in like the early two thousands, which was yeah. like bananas. I feel like when I first saw it, I was just so stunned that there was just only, basically only Asian people in it that I didn't even like form an opinion on whether it was a good movie or not. I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah, How often it. is it that you see more Dude, than one it. Asian person in a movie? Dude, I get it. More I mean, than one Asian person. Oh, when we were a kid, all we had was Bruce Lee. And yeah, Jackie it's all about how many people you're exposed to. And William Hung. We had Jet Li as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We didn't get Aaliyah. That was messed up. Yeah. Jet Li could not make out with Aaliyah in Romeo Must Die. Come on. Jackie Chan did not make out with uh, What's Her Face in the Suit. Jennifer Love Jennifer Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. True. In fact, Jackie Chan never gets the girl. He kind of got the girl in Rush Hour 2. Barely. They they didn't kiss. No, Zingzi used to have villains. She kissed you, didn't she? She did kiss him, right? Yes. At the airport. At the airport. I always dreamed of square money. You sly devil, you. You sly devil. (laughs) 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 But, you know, it never happens. John Cho did it in White Castle. There are are no intimate scenes. Definitely no intimate scenes. We can't even get, like, an extra in a movie who's, like, the... That's, like, a female sexy protagonist who's like a main character, we can never even get the extra to be the Asian guy who like leaves the room in like a bath towel. You know what I mean? We can never, get, we can, we can never, you know, like, but I think that's coming in the next few years. Yeah, it's definitely coming. It's I think coming. it's coming. I'm pretty optimistic about I'm our optimistic media too. portrayal. We're, it's getting like our better. representation. Yeah. 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 Soon. Soon. We're just getting sexier and sexier. We're getting there, dude. We're getting there. <laughs> There's a few loud people out there. Real them. Like Constance Wu. Oh, she's yeah. All up on yeah. Her. Oh, she's beautiful. Some, she's also beautiful. She, she is, is beautiful. Yeah. Who's the guy, uh, Mr. Park, who plays the husband in Fresh Off the Bat? Do people think he's handsome? I think he's handsome. Mm, I think he's all right. He might have been. I can see how someone would find him handsome. Could he, could he play like a sexy protagonist role? He's got a dad look about him, though. So, Kay, we've talked on the show. Uh, we have not. You guys have talked on the show about <laughs> You have listened. I have listened to the shows. But we've talked a little about dating in your universe as well. Yeah. So now when you are on the Swipe B apps. Uh-huh. Swipey apps. What do you think about the Asian men versus non-Asian men when they come across your screen? I've been, like, accepting a lot more Asian dudes. I feel like the ones that I match with, dudes in general on these swipey apps, it's just sort of like, cool, we match. Really? Yeah, nothing. (laughs) Just like... But or, you said you've been swiping a lot more Asian dudes. Does yeah. Does that mean you have before. Far, found them more attractive now than before? Yeah, I think so. I think before I was, like, very... I was one of those girls that was like, 
I don't date Asian dudes, but I think it was because so I... my sister. What? Right, but it was because Ridiculous. I had been rejected by so many Asian dudes. What? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Uh-huh. That's shocking. Because I was just like, I don't think Asian dudes find me attractive, so I'm just going to go ahead and not date them. You talked about this in like episode two. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is one of the early episodes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank one you, One of the early Ryan. episodes. Yeah, with Kevin. <laughs> this is mad early information. Yeah, but um, now... But now I you're back on the bandwagon. I am back. You're giving us another shot. Back on the bandwagon. <laughs> Yes, yes, I am giving Asian dudes another shot. So, I never didn't give you guys a shot. I just felt like I wanted to beat you to the rejection. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Hashtag better than realness. that. No. So, <laughs> so on the subject, my sister, who's a very woke lady, extremely woke, still the one thing that really we will disagree, well, we talk, disagree on many things, but like one of the things we'll disagree on is like, I don't date Asian men, is what she'll say. And what she says to me is it's because of like you and dad like, if I date an Asian guy, I'm, like, reminded of my family, and it's just not, what? I'm just not into it. That you is know, one of the reasons why she'll give me. But that, you have brothers. So. I do. But, like, my, I have another friend who is Chinese, and she refuses to date Asian men for that reason. She was like, it reminds me of my brother and my dad. And I'm like. That's a bullshit. Yo. Yo, at least it doesn't no. mind my sister. That's fucked up. Exactly. It's twisted. No, absolutely not. So you, I, yeah. If that were true, no one would date within their own race. It's just Right. That's just argument. absolutely yeah. ridiculous. But that is odd that I, I've heard that twice now. Um, I think it's weird. I don't get it. I think that something that I thought about a lot of times when uh, considering dating an Asian person is like, oh, an Asian wouldn't find me, uh, an Asian person wouldn't find me attractive because I'm too weird. Or it's like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like that picture perfect Asian girl. Short skirt Asian girls. You can't have a term for it. Yeah, I'm not an SSAG. SSAG? Yeah. You know what that means? It's not like a you thing everyone knows what I said. No, they no, no the I've other term never they use really Asian said. baby girl. That's yeah. what you got. That's Asian the other girl. Right. Term. I'm not an Asian baby girl. I'm not like the Bible study can we just, Asian girl. Can yeah. we define Asian baby girl? Yeah. Asian baby girl is like a girl who is the person that you would see sitting on top of a rice out civic. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like a like, like a, a support model, like long black wait, hair. That's like Asian the baby girl fraternity Lil Sis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dope, okay. deaf. Has, like, her name. <laughs> like, if she has a tattoo, it's probably her Chinese or her Japanese name. No. Yeah, come on. And then she's got, like, the belly huh. button piercing. Oh, wow. I think That's kind of not... I think we're thinking about two different things. Okay, because uh, my... I'm, maybe yeah. not Asian baby girl, but SSAG is, like, a girl who, like, majored in business. Yes. Worked at KPMG. PWC. Goes to Vegas all the time. Loves to go to whatever... Yep. I don't. Go, I don't go to Vegas. I don't know any club name. Tao is that? A- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. It's, I think the cool yeah. one is XS. Excess. Yeah, they go to Excess. <laughs> no, um, I mean they go I, every- loves Calvin Harris. Oh, oh the, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Oh, and the, the SSAG loves EDM. Oh yeah, EDM. SSAG loves EDM. Yeah. That's so. I, I definitely think- know people like that too. Okay. But so, like, is this bad? Is that we're stereotyping a yeah, subset of Asian people? I feel like that's. It's not good. Not great. It's not good, but I think it's also not good in that I have grown up always thinking that that is the ideal or that's, like, what someone would want. Oh, bummer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not true. Coming from the the, a, the fraternity of Asian brothers. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Yang and Kevin oh, Brian Yang and Kevin Wynn. I like to put out a statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that's true. Don't give up on us. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I just absolutely haven't. I think it's just sort of like a lot of uh, brown dudes have expressed a lot of interest in me as of late. And so I was just yeah, like, oh, okay, cool. It. Like, when it. I was younger, I, like, brown dudes just weren't, like, an option for me. Like, wow. because of, like, what my parents always said, which was, 
no. <laughs> or, um, or because, and because I wasn't, like, I didn't have a lot to choose from. And now that you're just like, oh, cool, like, black dudes and Hispanic dudes find me attractive. Asian dudes have never expressed interest in me. Let's try this. Like, uh, whatever. Because uh, 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 uh. before I used to think, like, oh, my only two options are white or Asian. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. But now the whole world's into you. Exactly. What's up? <laughs> hey! Oh, my God. <laughs> Equal opportunity. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, wait. So can we talk about the fact that y'all both went to Berkeley and now you're both at fucking Harvard Business School and how jealous all of your cousins must be or how much <laughs> shit their parents are giving them for just not being able to live up? Frankly, I haven't gotten a lot of the... I didn't get... I got the regular congratulations, but I didn't get any, like, stories like Lisa's. But you aren't hearing any of the stories that your, that your aunts are telling your cousins. I don't That's hear true. it, yeah. I mean, maybe they are, but I mean, like, they're all successful in their own right, I guess. Like, you know, they're all kind of doing their... If anything, I think part of it was like, oh, you're 28 and you're going back to school? Oh, interesting. But, but it's Harvard Business School. Yeah, but, you know, like, if you think about... My, so my, my family, my dad and his two brothers had started their company, but at this point, and, like, you know, they oh, had, yes. they're, they're, like, kicked off their adult life, basically. Whereas, like, by me being back in school, it's like, oh, I'm back in Peter Pan land. For another two years. Oh, interesting. Wow. So like, yeah, they're like happy, but I, I know they're probably like, yeah, like I wish he would just like start his own business, get on with it, like get on with life already. Wow, you're Pressure still not good enough. <laughs> it, <is> a, <laughs> it will never, it'll never be enough. I don't Brian think. dressed up as like disappointed Asian dad meme for Halloween once. Yeah. Yeah. It was like really well done. Well, it was good, right? It was, it was great. really well done. Yeah. Got some baby powder. Which yeah. hair? Which meme did you uh, say? I said just a cup, not B. No, Wait, just a, B cup. Why not a cup? <laughs> The one I got was it was it was it was harmless. It was calculator. Why not calcu now? <laughs> um, I didn't want to do one of like the sexual ones or anything like that. Right. But I was just like it was like decently clever enough. You should mm. go into how Asian are you? Oh yeah, how Asian are you? All right, so Brian. I spent most of my oh Brian, so Kate, you have Kate, you have Kate, a good one. Kate and Yoko. <laughs> In this segment of How Asian Are You, I have a question. I have turned the tables on you. All right, so in in my in my former job, I was on the phone all the time. Yes. And one of the things I was wondering is if people can tell that I'm Asian on the phone. Because sometimes with Asian Americans, there can be an inflection. I can't describe it, but you can just tell if someone's Asian on the phone. Like totally. Not, not I, like they're from China, but like they're just Asian American. They're... There is one thing that my friend's boyfriend used to do that I am not 100% sure is ever, like, I, I don't know if this is an Asian thing or just a him thing, but have you noticed that a lot of, um, a lot of people use duh instead yes. of the? Yes, yes, I like, have, actually. Like up in the club? No, 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 no like, but it's not like, not, it's not like, yes. it's so obvious, but it'll be like, no, I instead it. of using a hard T, they'll, they'll use a hard use T instead a of D. a the. Yeah. I know exactly. Is that an like Asian American thing? But I think it's specific to certain countries, not all Asians. Right. Or, like, maybe a certain, like, region. Like, somewhere. I feel like that's the only kind of, like, you say everything perfectly, except there's this TD thing that's happening. I kind of know what you're talking about. You know about. what I mean? Like, I, I can't just, like I, I can't There's something about, like, the enunciation that's, like, a little bit different. Yeah. No one has ever been surprised by seeing me after being on the phone. You know, I just have a because been in a you're situation. like, my name is Yoko. Yeah, I'm like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most Japanese, like the most famous Japanese name in the United States. What if it's like, my name is Yoko Smithson? And just throw people for a loop. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you are. <laughs> well, it probably means that I got married to Ah, uh, true, true, true. <laughs> so, can, do, so when people talk to you, Kate, do you think they think you're, do you think they think you're Asian or do Absolutely you think Absolutely not. They, Never. You think you got a white voice? Yeah. 
I think I have a white voice too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I think so too. <laughs> but yeah, it's just white voice. Well, I don't know. I think that unless you've got a real Fobby accent, then the T D thing is the only distinguishing factor for me that really sticks out. I feel like mm-hmm. I can I can hear like a third ge- generation Japanese American accent. You can hear a third generation. We should well, do it. I have like a really Yo, we should do it. Hey, so where are you from, point. listeners? Let, let's do this. Email us a clip of your voice <laughs> and let's see if we can guess. Yoko will guess what generation. And then we'll do it in the next show. Call in. Call in. It's not that I can guess which generation. I just feel like, <laughs> yo, give me a second. So, I like, my mother has friends who are Japanese American who are like maybe third generation mm-hmm. maybe like the K- kate's parents age mm-hmm. and i feel like they have a really specific inflection in the way they speak and i feel like i haven't really heard kate's parents talk that much but i can like i have like a mental audio model in my mind of how it might sound they, i i have to agree with that because i think that a lot of nisei grandparents sound exactly the fucking same mm. like you can tell someone's grandparents are japanese american for me i let's just like You've been in this country for a while, like. Uh, but I know what that sounds like. To yeah. other people, I don't think other people can tell that that's like a Japanese American accent. I often play this game when I listen to podcasts because sometimes you'll hear mm-hmm. someone's voice come on before they've introduced them, and I'll think to myself, "Oh, this person's Asian." And then at the end, they'll be like, "That was Stephanie Fu," and I'm like, "Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah." But that's the but thing. sometimes I, I'm wrong. Podcasts, I can tell. I feel like a lot. Sometimes I'm wrong though. Okay. Hmm. So, do we think there is an Asian American accent or not? I feel like it's hard to perceive. I definitely couldn't describe it to you beyond what i've just said but yeah, i think same. but you think there might be one there might be one it's but it's like only other asians could hear it asian americans could hear it oh it's like a code i think so right oh yeah i i guess i've never asked a white person i'm gonna oh. do more research on this <laughs> i back. yeah Come back. I'll, yeah, Go yeah research. <laughs> research. special <laughs> correspondent yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird because that's not it's not it's not specific to a region, right? It's like, not. I can, but I think that my point of reference, everyone is from California. So yeah. that mm-hmm. that might be messing it up. But the, the root languages are also really different. That I'm sure like in a Chinese American versus Korean American versus Japanese American would sound really different as well. I feel like Korean Americans, you can really tell on well, the phone. Well, that's an inflection thing, right? No, but it's, it's I not think like there's... A they're not from Korea, no, but like no, you no, can but... tell... I feel like more strongly than most, I can tell a Korean American on the phone. Mm. And if his name's David, there's like an eighty percent chance. <laughs> <laughs> See, we do do this at home. Life. <laughs> oh God! Uh, oh, biblical right. Korean names. Sorry. Yes, Eunice. Nice. Agnes. Oh, Grace. Lord. Peter. A lot of Graces. <sighs> uh, what is your so how Asian are you question? Do your parents have Chinese or American names? Chinese names. Chinese names. American Actually names. both, mm. but predominantly Chinese. Do they go by their Chinese names or do they go by their American names? Depends. If they're at work, they go by the American names. But with their friends, they go by the Chinese names. Oh, mine's different than yours. Both my parents, uh, Anglis- not, they just took the direct translation to the English letters, basically. So like, my mom's name was Ming Ru. So, like, she translated to Minzu, which is, like, clearly not, like, a Western name. It's not, like, Kathleen or something like that. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's different than Lisa's parents, who go by Wendy and Peter now. Super cute. But only at work. Okay, my dad's name is Peter. Mm-hmm. My mom's, it just doesn't work, doesn't work out perfectly, but my mom's name is Wendy, and her last name is Pan. So it's almost Aww. Peter Pan and Wendy. It's Wait, Peter is this and Wendy Pan. <laughs> it's not intentional. Actually, funny story about my mom's name. So, 
when my mom was interviewing for jobs back in Canada, maybe in like 1998-ish, she wanted to get an English name so that people could pronounce it. Because her name is Weihua, which is spelled W-E-I-H-U-A, which no white person can pronounce. Mm. So I suggested the name Lauren for her. And she was like... Lauren? <laughs> yeah. She was like, whatever, I'll go by Lauren. So she put Lauren on all her resumes. And one day I was home alone and we got this call and this guy was calling back <gasps> for her for her interview. And he said, hey, can I speak to Lauren? And I said... There's no Lauren here. Oh, <laughs> Lisa! No. So I totally fucked up my mom's chances for a job because I forgot what her fake English name was. That's oh hilarious. My God. Wow! <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. So let's see, my dad's name is, yeah, Ringia. So, Ringia. So he took the name RJ, which ended up being perfect. Oh, that's a great, okay. that's a great, like, but Anglo version of it. It's me. a great Anglo version, but his brothers, yeah, Hujia and yeah, Tsunjia, JJ and HJ. Doesn't quite work as well as RJ, so my dad kind of lucked out on that one. Well, JJ is JJ is not that. unfortunate. So actually, JJ goes by Jim now. So he did angle. He did angle his name. Wow. He pulled it. He pulled the pulled the card. What about you, Kevin? My parents. So among their friends, their Vietnamese friends, they go by their Vietnamese names, which are now legally their middle names. Ah, uh, mm. nice. Uh, they no longer have their Vietnamese middle names because they took English names, Chris and Sheila. All, like, at work, they're known as Chris and Sheila. But the only white people that call them their Vietnamese names are the families that sponsored them over. Aww. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, my God, so beautiful. Wait, Lisa, for your parents and their friends, are their friends predominantly Asian, or are they, is it, like, all kinds of people, and they all use Their, their friends Chinese are names? all Chinese. 100%. All Chinese, okay. Yeah. I thought that was, I don't know, in my mind, that seemed important to point out. Yeah. My parents don't have Anglicized names. They go by, by my parents' names are Harumi and Naoyoshi. Oh, that's a tough one. Naoyoshi. Yeah. Well, my dad goes by Nao. Yeah. Did yeah. your well? Did your dad also work for a Japanese company? I don't really know what my dad did, but yes, it was a Japanese company. See, so I think that that's the difference. Is like if you go to work with a lot of white people, mm-hmm. don't know how to understand uh, mm-hmm. how to say your name, you're gonna change it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of my parents worked for Japanese companies, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so that could be it. Mm-hmm. My dad does regret the name he chose. I think he Chris? Na- I forget what Chris it was. Chris is a great name. He has another idea of a name that he thinks is stronger that he wished he had chosen. Brock. I forget what it is. Maybe it's like... <laughs> Brock. Let's go with Doris. Brock. I think it was like Derek or something. Derek something is a strong like name. Hard, hard letters. Yeah, no... Yeah. Your name is Kate. Yeah. So... You have a middle name. That's... I have a Japanese middle name. But that's like... That tends to be how it goes, it's, though. It's is a that... common like name pattern for Japanese Americans. Yeah. Anglo yeah. first name, Japanese middle name. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. What about your parents? Well, my dad did what your parents did. Mm-hmm. So my dad's first name is Terry, just Terry. It's mm-hmm. not short for Terrence. But his Japanese name is Teruo, which is literally <laughs> the Japanese version of Terry. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> so cool. That's great. Such a cute name I know. to me. That's close to Terry, though. <laughs> exactly. But my mom's Japanese middle name is Kumiko. Mm-hmm. But no oh, like no pretty. one calls her Kumiko. Her name is Jane, but Japanese people can't say Jane. It's like Jen. Yes, yeah, Jen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Jane. Mm-hmm. That Jane. sounds weird. A funny consideration is if we name our kids something, we has gotta be something that their grandparents can pronounce easily. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be the hard consonants. Hard consonants. We got like a Troy in my family. Everyone can do the Troy. Troy's really? hard. I think Troy is hard Troy to say. And, Troy and Caleb? Those are two... You can, the, Caleb's easier. There's an Troy. L in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Troy just sounds like a minefield to me. I don't know about Yeah, you. same. <laughs> when I think about, like, a name that can be pronounced both in a Japanese way and a Vietnamese way, and, like, a name that a, a non-Asian person won't fuck up, it's just, like, fucking, like, 
like it's gonna be like Bob. Bob. Ken. I was thinking Bob. Bob. No, Bob Yo. is not a Japanese name. Well, Bob how do you say, how you say in Japanese? Bob, Bob, Bob. Oh, wow. Bob, Bob. <laughs> that happened. You can Well, you Bob, can't. Bob. There's there's no hard consonants. Like it has to end with a vowel. So um, there's no. Um, yeah. Like, so just, it's like Ken, or like. Is it? Lon. But your is your first name Brian? My I don't have a middle name. My sister name's Karen. I am Brian. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> My legal name is a Chinese name. I never changed it. You never... Ch- oh, that's right. It's stupid. I knew so that. So where's Lisa? Made it up. Made it up? I made it up when I was eight years old. I mean, I didn't make up the name Lisa, but I wow. chose it. Why, why'd you choose Lisa? I don't know. I think my dad had a coworker named Lisa, and I thought she was pretty. So I was like, Lisa. <laughs> All right. That's kind of cute. It's funny how that's that happens really sometimes. <laughs> I regret changing my name, though. I wish I had just stuck with the Chinese what name. What is your Chinese name? Lei. L-A-I. Oh, yeah. Right? Should have kept Sick it. Sick name. You know, Brian is the only person who has ever disagreed with that. <laughs> I would tell you why. If I could... Sh- oh, yo, controversy. If I could change my last name to a white person's last name... 10 times out of 10. What? Yup. Just if so you, you... Like you would do it? Brian yeah, I would do Smith. it. Fuck Brian that. Smith. No Why? Way. Because if you look at my name on a resume, right, what you want is you just want to be whitewashed. Yeah, but the difficulty is then like the normal thing. That's like the white normal. Yeah, that is so true. So you want to fight true. that? Yeah. I uh, feel like that's unlike you. You feel like your last name automatically discredits you? I feel like it doesn't necessarily discredit you, but I think it puts a shade on you. Like the way that I used to think about it in my old job is like, I would get more of a pass on the analytics. Like, they wouldn't grind me as hard on that, like a, like a like a prospect. But I would also not get the benefit of, like, they might think I don't know, like, sports as well. What? Okay, this oh, could all be wait, uh, yeah. this could all be up in the I brain. I think you are reading way into this. It's possible. It's possible. But I still think when you get a resume, and it is something that does not sound white, there is a there's an automatic thin slicing that happens on the part of the recruiter. And I don't want any thin slicing. I just want to be... Plain Jane Vanilla Brian. So you would rather be white passing? Ooh, shoot. In certain in certain aspects of my life, yes. No. In, in many aspects of my life, no. Is that why you're so self-conscious about the Asian voice over the phone thing? Yeah. Oh, dude. And you don't think this happens for women in sales as well? The women that I worked with, I guarantee they would say... No, I can't guarantee. They're, you know, they're all individuals. But I would say, like, yeah, you just want to be blank white guy on the phone. Hmm. Okay. Because they're the most trustworthy. Or it's the just like the most normal. It's, it's the most lubricated situation out there. If you just want to get stuff done, it's just the least right. You just avoid least any least kind resistance. of least resistance. Like I get yeah. it. I get it. No part of me is ever ashamed to be Asian. You know me. It's not how I roll. But what I'm saying is, in the in the in the context of doing business, I think it'd be better and easier if I had a white name. But wouldn't it be better if like. Yes. The industry as a whole just didn't discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> totally, yes. However, in the current state, I do think it would be easier if I had a white name. Okay, so mm-hmm. in that vein, would you give your kid a white last name? No, never. Why? Because I, while I, while I, this is something that I, I think about sometimes, like, I'm not ready to take that leap to, like, just try to whitewash my whole shit. It's like a thought experiment in your It's mind. a thought experiment. Because you're not going to change your last name just so you do better right. business. Like, if I was, like, really frustrated at my job and I'm just looking for things to blame, I'd be like, shoot, like, what if I was, like, Brian... Gumbel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 what if I was Brian Gumbel? I'll get every pass. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's it's just a... Yeah, that's a great way to put it. It's a, it's a thought experiment, but, you know, I do wow. think it'd be easy. You don't think it'd be easier if your name wasn't Kate Matsumoto? You don't think it'd be easier if your name wasn't Yoko? I don't know how to pronounce your last name very well. It's Ohama. <laughs> I think it depends on the industry you're in often, too. 
Because you were dealing with a lot of older white people. A lot of old white folks. That's yeah, we, true. We I roll with a really young creative crowd. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay, here's something that I will say which will bolster my point. When I moved to Australia, I became way less self-conscious about it because it wasn't Brian, an Asian guy. It was Brian, an American. Interesting. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to, like, switch, flip the switch into being othered to mm-hmm. a better kind of othered. Oh. Right? Because Australians like to deal with Americans because that's interesting. Like, oh, I've been to San Francisco before. Like... But you don't want to be othered in the way that's like... But don't Australians also hate Asian people? Because they're like the biggest minority aside from like aboriginals? It depends on where you are. I mean, if you're in the major urban areas, it's not as bad. Right. But if you get out... That must be so interesting to be perceived as an American. It was dope. Because like that... (laughs) It was was amazing. (laughs) That's a great way. Like, that's... It's nice to be held to a different identifier. Yes. That's... perfect description Mm -hmm. yeah it's weird because in japan like i don't get that sense like Mm -hmm. i do get it well i think what complicates it about being in in, being in japan is that i have a japanese identity that Mm -hmm. i have like some amount of connection to that nobody sees there Mm -hmm. like no one understands that i am fully japanese or even like part japanese like they just they're like oh yeah you don't go here you're not from here can they tell without hearing you Oh, Look at yeah. me! <laughs> what, that, what, what does that mean? What does that, what, what does that mean? I am like I'm like fed on American food and I look like it. Because you're tall. I'm tall and I'm like I don't know. I'm you like, dress differently. I dress differently. People like I feel like I'm one generally yeah. thicker. Like my bones feel thicker than a Japanese Thick, person. Two C's. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Is that what I meant? <laughs> oh, I just wonder about that like diet thing. I'm like, what do we eat? Because every time I go to China, I'm like, I'm three times bigger than everyone here. Yeah. <laughs> that and like. I'm darker than most Japanese Oh my god. Because I've never made an effort to, like, stay light-skinned or whatever. from the sun. That is, like, my number one pet peeve when I go back to China. Is like, people will find roundabout ways to ask me, like, why the fuck are you so tan? So they'll be like, do you like to swim? (laughs) (laughs) This is, like, the first time. Like, not in an indoor pool, but, like, in the ocean outside in the sun. (laughs) This is, is like, the first time I meet people, like, my, my parents' friends. They'll be like, you must run a lot. Oh <laughs> like, what? God. Whoa. <laughs> yep. I don't know. My family would just say, why are you so dark? <laughs> I mean. Do you get? Do men get that too? I never got a comment about yeah, that. Yeah, I got it all the time. I get it all the time. Same. I'm wow. not a man. That's what you were none, asking. None of you guys Last really time we though. showed up in Japan, we were so dark. Oh, yo, we showed we up in Taiwan. We were tan as fuck because we were walking outside the whole Every time. Every day and forgot sunblock and stuff. We went to Taiwan <laughs> after Vietnam. It was, we were so, it was so sunny there, dude. We came in looking like four shades darker than we are right now in that shitty Boston no Oh, light. yeah, that waitress. Remember, your, we went to that restaurant with your dad and she kept commenting on how tan I was. Oh, yeah, sorry about that, babe. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, to us, like, being tan is not, like, Bad. Bad. I think looking pale makes you look sickly. Yeah. Like, you just yeah. don't look healthy. Also, by the way, if you are pale, your your body looks worse. Like, the, the tanner you get, like, mm. your, your your muscles look better. Nice. I mean, there's more definitions. There's more like, definitions. More there's, more, there's more shadows, more shadows. and stuff. Otherwise, you're nice. washed that doesn't out. doesn't really make yeah. sense. But. I mean, I, I don't know if I... That's, nice. like, my... I just don't have any, like, associations of, like... I don't have no... I don't have any negative kind of... Like associations with being darker. No, me neither. No, so like yeah. when people try to like shade me in Japan by or literally, oh, <laughs> hey! when people try to shade me about it, I'm just like I don't care. Yeah, bro. Like Thanks. nice try. Yeah, like I don't on, even know bro. what you're doing. Yeah, like seriously. Gosh, mm-hmm. I'm from America. You know, you know what bugs me though? Sometimes like when I was so I studied abroad in Taiwan for uh, like two months, whatever. You would get special treatment by virtue of being American. I hated that. Couldn't stand it. 
What kind of special Why? treatment are we talking about? Like, if we went to the club, the club? The club. The club. club. Yeah, we went to the club. Yeah. The club, now you know I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they would, they'd be like, the promoters would be like, oh, like, you're with the group of like, you know, we got a couple white guys in here. Like, you're definitely American. Why don't you skip the line? And like, part what? of it. What? Yeah, bro. And part of me is like, oh, that's great. And then I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I wish this like inferiority complex would just fucking end. Dude, like, we got enough cool shit going on in the East that we don't need this, like... You know, like, even as the beneficiary, I was still frustrated. Right, you don't need to put Americans on a pedestal. Yeah, bro. Is it a pedestal, or they, like, thought... uh, That you you might have more money? more money, or... I mean, it was like a Ooh, uh, this per- this particular club was an all-you-can-drink place, so that couldn't have been it. Okay, because wow. we all pay the same amount, we got to drink whatever. Maybe you tip. Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. Damn. I mean, I think that at that point it's mental gymnastics. I think it's much more sure. the cool American vibe. Hmm. That's the often phrase around that. God, I wish more people would just think of me as American. Really? I, I mean, like, if I'm here, no one thinks of, like, not no one, but, like, all of the strangers who come and talk to me and ask me where I'm from, they don't think that I'm American. I can't yeah. believe Asian women have to deal with that shit. No Don't. one's ever asked me where I'm really from. What? Really? Nah, not in a while. I mean, I, I get the name of the podcast. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> I'm not saying that it happens to every single person. I yeah, think yeah. That's it's a, a very common like. I, story. I did think it happened to every single person. I'm surprised that you don't. Mm, I don't get that a lot. Do you get it, Kev? I think people, it has happened. People ask me where I'm from, and they're like, they want to know that. You're from, like, the Vietnam. Really? Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the Vietnam. The Vietnam. <laughs> But maybe people ask where you're from more when they're trying to pick up ladies. I think that's I possible. That. I think that's so that I mean, question that just happens possible. more often. We should yeah. ask that to dudes more often and just be like, "Has it ever been? Have you been swaved? Yeah. Well, have you been <laughs> have you been swaved by a lady? Where it's like, so what's in there? How <laughs> can I find out? I got hit on once in my entire Did adult she ask life. Where are you from? No, it was dope. Brian texted me immediately after it happened. I was like, Lisa just got hit on. And I was like, are you sure? Brian does this really funny thing where, like, anytime he has an extended interaction with another female, he, like, feels the need to tell me about it immediately, like, no matter how innocuous it is. Just keep it above And then we'll, like, continuously bring it up over the next just week. Gotta sure, until I'm just like, gotta make sure she's not mad. <laughs> like, one time Brian was at a party, and the way he describes it is, like, some girl came out of the party. She must have been pretty drunk and was, like, walking away alone into the darkness, like, to her house or whatever. So it was he, really he walked her home. And then he came back and was like, oh, this thing happened, like, I walked her home, and I was like, oh, that's nice. And then the next day, he's like, you know, it was so weird, this girl we were at. I walked her home. I was like, yeah, okay. Like, the next day, like, literally for an entire week. Just don't want any miscommunication. Day. I know how that could sound, like, oh, Brian disappeared up in the night with the drunk girl, like, you know, I just want to keep it above board. You know, I'm just trying to do the right thing. That's definitely very sweet. Like, that's you. very sweet. I think Thank that's you. good. It is very so sweet. So much better than the opposite. Mm-hmm. So much better. Totally. So much better. So Over communication. We had a request from Brian that he wanted a would you rather. Oh, no. And we yeah. got, we only got a few minutes left, so we're going to make it quick. Oh, no. Do you have one, or should I just go with mine? He should just. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would you rather have nipples where your eyes are, or eyes where nipples are? Oh, so like like four I, sets of eyes or four sets I mean two sets of eyes with two sets of eyes nipples eyes where my nipples are eyes where my nipples are sure. yeah first of all you get more vision that's, yeah, that's, that's so creepy cool. though can you imagine like the first time you hook but up with if, someone and you take your shirt what if you have nothing off? where your eyes are oh not four sets of eyes now you're like our real that's monsters gross. yeah our real <laughs> monsters yeah that's a good reference that's a strong reference I would go I would go nipples over the eyes because you can also wear sunglasses all the time like dark sun like 
dark sunglasses. And then you just won't have nipples on your, like, chest? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you're, you know... But you're like, like Ken. That's not that weird. That's not bad. You just, like, you know, when you take you your sunglasses like a Ken doll. off, just, like... You can see out of your nipple eyes. Yes, you can. To the eyes on your... Okay, so you can't see out I'm just them. imagining, like, no, you not moving your head, but, like, looking around and, like, what that looks like uh, with your nipples. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> But they also, they wouldn't be able to see anything 99% of the time because you were in a shirt. Or you could cut holes in the shirt. <laughs> So people can oh. look in your eyes and talk to you. You'll be like, my eyes girls. are down here. Exactly where you're looking. <laughs> oh, man, no eyes. I don't like any of these. <laughs> See? Would you want your nipples over your eyes or your eyes are in your nipples? I want eyes on my nipples. You want eyes on your nipples? Yeah. And then you have no, no eyes. You'd be blind though, dude. Oh, I have no eyes up here. I no eyes up there. Eyes. No. no, it's not four eyes. Sure, I'll still go with that. That's cool. What? You'd be bl- you would be blind. You would be blind, basically. No, I mean you could make modifications to make that work. Would be blind. You are not walking around with no shirt with eyes on your nipples. But the, the <laughs> I will. I definitely have to live like in L.A. or something. Like I'm not living what? here. But it's colder. Then I have to have my shirt off all the time. <laughs> Wow. Pretty cool. Very practical. I don't think you guys have thought this one through. You've got to have the nipples on the eyes that you can see. Out. You can cover what your eyes look like. I would do nipples. Nobody cares about no nipples. No Ken, one, the Ken no one cares nipples. about no nipples. No one cares about that. Yeah. I think I care more about just like not having eyes or eye-like things on my face. But in both options, you don't have eye-like things on your face. But no, 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 I would have nipples. Yeah, <laughs> instead of <laughs> eyes, where my eyes are supposed to. No, be. if you were Asian, would your would your eyes? <laughs> your oh eye, my God, your would your nipple eye shape be? Oh my no. God! <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be like. My nipple eyes are bigger than yours. Oh my god. Would you still be able to make the, the, the floss joke? No, you couldn't be blindfolded with dental floss if you right. had nipples for eyes. That's a joke? Bitch. That's a joke? Yeah, That's are you high, serious? That's more of a high school yeah. best joke. I blindfold you with dental floss. Yeah, you never heard that? No. You, now because, you can go and burn Asian joke? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's an Asian joke. That's yeah, because we have small eyes. Yeah. It's not dumb. I do have small eyes. That's dumb. That's dumb. All right. Cool. Thank you. Well, for that's a wrap. Us. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yay! Yeah. Where can people find you on the internet? I'm at LDubs on Twitter. Lisa used to work at Twitter, so she got us both dope names. Whoa. I'm, pre- I'm protected though. I'm at Brian Yay. But you can't find me. You didn't get you couldn't get at Brian. Yo, how come I didn't get Brian? <laughs> <laughs> can people find you on the internet you can find me on the internet at p-s-y-o-k-o on twitter and instagram are you mocking me p-s-y-o no, k-o <laughs> at sayoko <laughs> the thing is like you can't say it you it's hard to say it. Psy-o-ko. Psy-o-ko. sorry we're just, just a lot of spit on the mic yeah, yeah sorry about that kate where can people find you on the internet you can find me on the internet at c-m-y-k-a-y T-O-E. At C-M-Y-K-T-O. At C-M-Y-K-T-O. <laughs> it's going to pretty soon be inaudible. <laughs> Hopefully by then they'll remember it. If you want to follow the podcast, <laughs> we're at S-W-A-Y-F podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Send and us an email at swavepodcast at gmail.com. And also we are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Swave podcast on SoundCloud. You can also find our podcast. Well, you already know where you can find our podcast because you're listening to it. Tell your friends. Tell subscribe. Your friend, subscribe. Leave a review. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>